sleep deprivation porn deprivation <laughs> poop deprivation <laughs> no the crippling reality that this is life now Aww. i mean before when we were kids like everything was magical yeah it was like oh you stayed up late and you're tired the next day but you enjoyed it because like oh i stayed up and watched porn for a little too long oh i was playing with the boys for too long <laughs> oh i was out hanging out with people drinking cool now it's like no, motherfucker, you're going to have fucked up dreams. You're going to have stress from your job and bills. And if you do get some sleep, good for you. I'm going to wake your ass up at three before your alarm. <laughs> your pets are coming. Yeah, your pets want food. <laughs> Feed me. Oh, my God. Feed me, Seymour. Well, welcome back, Purgators, to Stuck in this Purgatory. We're back. I'm the sleep-deprived Chase. Joining me is... Um, Elated Hunter. I mean, this man's getting fucking tattooed up. It's like, oh yeah, you see it? I saw it. Yeah, dude. It's a uh, it's a bold step. I want to be bold. I'm just why Jesus? Because <laughs> I, I I do I do love Christ. I'm just not a I'm not a Christian or a Catholic. Faith in Jesus. Uh, Praise Jesus. I got another question for you, but before I forget, and Adrian, hello. Um, is there symbolism for it being on your left hand? Um, because isn't it like the left hand or whatever, and then the right hand of God? No, I think I think the I think your ring finger is connected to your heart. That's why it's the ring finger is why we put our wedding band on the on the finger because it connects. It's an artery right to your heart. But yeah, I don't know the left hand God thing. It's just the where the tattoo is gone. But yeah, you know it's funny. After I got it done, I looked at it. And it goes. I went. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> you know, honestly, what I the first thing I told Becca when I saw it and yeah. showed it to her, I was like. It's going to be real awkward when he masturbates with his left hand. Yeah. yeah. Now it's a real different experience. <laughs> Look at me. I'm holy now. Um, all right, so you're going to get, gonna get a de- uh, like a devil or a demon on your right hand? I don't oh know. Oh, my God. I thought about doing it. maybe like a ghost, something spooky on the right hand. But if, I also want to do like a like a, like a space hand, so I don't know. That'd be cool. But I mean, space Jesus. Space Jesus. Yeah. Like <laughs> astronaut Jesus. <laughs> like a skin in League of Legends. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's God. different cosmetic. I don't, uh, know. I don't I was you know, I think like Grim Reaper or something like that. Oh well, yeah. I'm trying to do themes. Each leg, each arm, you know, each section of the body has like a theme. You know, like the, the the scary spooky leg, the fish leg that we have together. Yeah, but see you have the Constantine tattoo on both your arms. On both. So yeah. it, it wouldn't matter. You, you can mix it up. But also, you know, different ages. I you know, I like the Constantine thing, but I was also a little less mature. Let's just say that. That's fair. I didn't have a plan. You know what? I have a plan. That, that's how you live and learn. The yeah. good thing is you can cover tattoos up. You can't. And you get them removed. It's actually really cheap to get them removed. Um, yeah. All I have to say, though, is Becca had a tattoo removed from her hand. It's right. still not gone. And it took her like six, se- six yeah. sessions. I hear you got to do a lot. It's pain in the ass. Yeah, a lot. Well, Adrian, why'd you put tits in the notes? 
Are you I, put, I put tits in the nose. Oh, that was me. That was to grab attention. You guys want to know what the left hand symbolizes? Oh, Jesus oh, Christ! Oh, oh, <laughs> yes. I didn't know you looked it up. Yes, I was waiting. <laughs> he's Am like, I he's like, God damn it! I just want to fucking get in this. Am I secretly the devil? Okay, okay. the right arm holds the sword and is aggressive, while the left hand holds the warrior's shield and represents pass- passivity. Mm. The left is also the non-aggressive hand associated with decay, death, weakness. Do not jerk off with your left hand. <laughs> in the east, Shit. to if your dick starts to my shrivel. Dick fell off. <laughs> in the east, to accept anything with the left hand is an affront, as in considered vile. Huh? Oh, so maybe you should jerk off with your maybe left. Maybe <laughs> is, is this is this a thing where, where opposites day? <laughs> less is more, more is less. I don't know. Mystery. Interesting. Whoa! In oh. Africa, <clears throat> circumcised boys point their right hand to heaven. Left hand touching the earth. Why does it have to be circumcised, boys? I don't know. Uh, something holy was circumcision. That was like that was way too detailed. (laughs) To call upon the to the earth to witness their status of adulthood and for membership into the tribe called the heaven and the earth or witness sign. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I didn't think of any of those things when I was doing it. It was just it's just been my religious angel hand. So here it is. Dope. Actually, not religious. I. Spiritual hand. Trying to use that word because religion. Sorry, hot take. Religion's fucking evil. Oh, did I finally convince you? Oh, I've. I think I've been convinced. <gasps> okay, but I still have. I still hold my faith very high, and that's okay. I think more people. What? We yeah, we didn't go watch Pray for the Devil. Looks so good. Well, luckily did you, you didn't see it yet, did you? No, 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 I was no. Like, it looks fucker. so good. Though. We're going this weekend. Okay. I am seeing a movie. I'm seeing the new Wakanda on, on uh, Black Panther you on would. Saturday. Wakanda forever. You would. Part two. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get into today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, um, just a, a quick apologize. Apology, I should say. Um, we're sorry. We're sorry. Between life, getting sick. Got really sick. Snow in Colorado. I died. Adrian literally, like, we, if, if this was, like, even the 1920s, he probably would have died. I had violent food poisoning. Out of both ends. Oof. You know those we had to do oh, like yeah. the, the turn? Oh, yeah. Let's do the turn. You have to make sure you have a uh, like a fucking wastebasket while you're taking a shit. Yeah, you just got to put oh. a plastic bag over your butt while you're vomiting. I yeah. couldn't speak for three days. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. That was the main reason. Adrian couldn't speak. It, it was, <laughs> we could deal with violent shits, but if you can't talk. It was air coming out. <laughs> I was trying to say something. I'd be like, hey. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I sounded like the dolls in Chase's basement. <laughs> Hey, they are nice ladies. Reminding uh, listeners and you guys to watch Cabinets of Curiosities on Netflix. Guillermo oh, Del yes. We, we're about to start Ooh, that one. It is. Um, a couple of them are dumb, but a couple of them are so creepy and so good. Um, I was just blown away by it. Yeah. And so that's what reminded me because there's a part where uh, I feel like that kind of sound came out of some <laughs> one of the people's voice. So Also another shout out, Lil Demon on Hulu. Oh, very good. Yeah, oh. you like it? It was good, but why the fuck do they have I, to make I, it emotional in the end? Hey, cuz. Hey. No, no spoilers. Yet. I didn't spoil anything. They're going for a Grammy. Well, no, right? we saw the the sad episode. Okay. I showed Becca last night. She was in fucking tears. Aww. It was good. It it's was a good, good it's a good show. I, I liked how different Don't it was. Don't give me that look, you fucker. You were passed out. You didn't I even was. see half of it. I was. I, I, I looked over him all sad, and he's like, that motherfucker's sleeping. <laughs> Did you figure out that the weird looking creatures uh, in that like uh, smuggling episode are angels? Yes. Like actual like. Like old biblical depicted angels. Oh, I didn't yeah. re- realize it was God's angels. It's God fucking with the devil. I thought it was so funny. Yeah. I didn't even realize. It's just so clever. Which is oh, even more fucked up. Some... 
It was just even more fucked up because all those places are torment chambers. So cool. <laughs> I honestly, they did such a good job, except for the dogs' heavens part. That just that was oh, that was yeah, sad. That was so sad. Yeah, but also lovely. See, I saw it was that a very, part. It was they honestly, to it was the, a beautiful dogs. episode, and that's why I wanted Beck to see it. it was we're a great getting episode. so off topic. Yeah. We, we are. But Let's, talking about God, no, I'm on God. We're going to be talking about the baddest well, bitch. Talking around. about God and talking about the Bible. Yeah. Let's talk about the forgotten Lilith. Ooh. Oh, I had a full, I had a whole, whole intro for this. Yeah, that's the pre-intro. That's, now the intro. No, <laughs> he already gave it away. That was the, that was that was the pre-come. Now the come. Oh my god! All right, sploosh, well we're sploosh. talking about Lilith since Adrian <laughs> gave it away. Fucker. He just you were dying to cut in front, weren't you? Oh, absolutely. You, it's been too long. It's been too long. No, we're back and better than ever, baby. We're talking about the baddest bitch in town. We're talking about. The the chick that was like, fuck you to Adam. I ain't going to be your bitch. Fuck you, we're God. Talking, I'm not going to be your bitch either. We're going to be talking about the fucking possible queen of hell. And at the very least, the one of the sexiest succubuses around. Yeah, Ooh, she's uh, she's pretty elite. Ooh, she is. Lilith is the one for sure. Um, I wouldn't fuck with her, though. No. No. This is one I wouldn't fuck with. No. But would you fuck? Yes. <laughs> Smash or pass? Smash. But does he fuck? Fuck. He does. <laughs> Smash! Yeah, have you seen those uh, TikToks with Elmo or uh, yeah. Mickey Mouse? Yeah. It's like, hmm, this one's going to get a little disturbing. Smash. 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 Pass. Smash! <laughs> Maybe that's our next TikTok series is we just do demons and succubuses and smash or pass. And the boys, we all, we just go... Adrian Smash Pass. Chase Hunter. Smash, yeah. Smash, yeah. smash, smash. Oh, smash, smash. Yes. smash. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, there's dog. the pangolin. <laughs> smash. <laughs> the pangolin. <laughs> oh, God, no. In Jewish mythology and folklore, Lilith is a raven-haired demon who preys on helpless newborn infants and seduces unsuspecting men using their wasted seed to spawn hordes of demon babies. Chase, you're a demon spotter. Oh, yeah. yeah a lot. If a trash can can talk. Tra- <laughs> you don't want to fucking know. Although her name only appears once in the Hebrew Bible, over the centuries, Lilith has been cast as Adam's rebellious first wife, the soulmate of Sam Samael. It is, there are multiple ways to say this. I looked this up. Samil. It's Samil, Samael, Sam, it was like, Sail, Seal? Yeah. It was fucking weird. Sail! Whatever. Dang, you looked at the notes before? No, I was actually, I, I, I looked at some notes because Lilith is very interesting. I don't it look is at your super notes. interesting. I looked at other notes. That's fair. No, at least he's hey. educated. Hey, I, I put some extra work into this, so you should just be happy, okay? You know what? You know what? And here's, here's the other thing, too. Um, you forgot to put that. He's an archangel, so fuck you. Ooh. Who's a he? Oh. Samuel? Yeah. Whatever uh, the fuck. Yeah. Samuel? Samuel? Whatever. Sale. The demon king, and more recently as a feminist icon. So, which is the real Lilith? The story about the creation of woman is an old story in the so-called first world. The attempt to put a stamp on flesh to dominate the body in that embodied mother, Eve, who was the wife. The support worker and all-purpose domestic, the one who should not be allowed to put a stamp on you. Your sin as man, to use a disputed term, is that in spite of yourself, you are still desiring flesh, body, earth, dependence, and mortal vulnerability. 
you are too much like a woman. Now you ask, why is she so popular amongst feminists and pop culture? Supposedly, supposedly she is. Oh yeah, no, she's huge. Which I honestly and, didn't realize that was a an icon for them. Uh, what the thing that I didn't realize when I was looking at my notes is how many different like script we'll call it script because it's you know, not all Bibles um, that she's in. Yeah, and because I always thought of Lilith as like the Satanist version of her, right? Where she's like the queen of fucking hell, right? Shows you how much I know. Apparently, there's more to it. We're gonna find out. Yes, but she refused to be obedient to Adam. She didn't want to be no house bitch. Amen. Amen, sister. Adrian, can we get an amen? Amen, bitch. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, are you going to jump in on these other notes? Yes, slay, bitch. <laughs> so this is my little plug here. <laughs> slay queens. <laughs> is that what you're waiting for? <sighs> Before we get into the, the, the juicy shit here, Chase... What I was finding is is Lilith is she is she just a scary Jewish bedtime story, maybe a demon of the night, maybe a sexual predator looking for some biblical dick, <laughs> or this is an interesting one, and we'll find out later. Did the Dead Scro- Dead Sea Scrolls list her as a night hag? Who the fuck knows? But let's talk about it. Well, so that's interesting too. Is uh, what Lilith means in all the different um, languages and scripts. Night Hag is one of them. Um, it was one of them was like the goddess mother or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fucking like not dope. all negative. No, no, and that's the crazy thing is like when you really get into this, there are so many different versions of her, where she could be on the Satanist side, where she's the queen of hell or a succubus, but or she's a goddess to be worshipped. Mm-hmm. Regardless, she's a bad bitch. Bad bitch. She is a bad bitch. She's a queen bitch. Yes. She's also a redhead bitch. Ooh. Redheads don't have any souls. That's what makes it dangerous. Soulless succubus. <laughs> Count me in. Lilith is a spirit of contestation in these terms, and her story is older even than Adam and Eve. Lilith, as goddess or patron saint, has been claimed in the 20th and 21st centuries by women and writers, particularly the feminists. But the origins of her character and powers, and in most subsequent interpretations, align her with evil and malevolence. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck, me did. Mariana... Ra Midbar Shapiro. Oh, it's Ben Shapiro's long-lost cousin. <laughs> we found him. We found him. The this Malaysian, Jewish. The Malaysian Jewish. airline planes. We found it. <laughs> Wait, where? <laughs> Lilith's asshole. <laughs> Let's be honest. He probably was sucked up by your warp gate. <laughs> oh. We haven't heard from the warp gate in a while. Power overwhelming. <laughs> no, we actually heard it. Heard from it. This is before oh, the yeah, we did before. <laughs> pre-game <laughs> dump. You got to take a pre-game okay. dump. It was making its call. Uh, yes, it did. <laughs> it All did. the while. This would have been very difficult. Uh, I had to shoot out that airplane. <laughs> Mariana Shapiro claims that the oldest textual traces go back to Sumerian writings in the mid-third millennium BCE, where she appears as a vampire demoness or a succubus. In the epic... Gilgamesh, she appears as a desert-dwelling being who, with a legendary serpent and eagle, dwell together inside a tree trunk in the garden of Inanna, the goddess of fertility, sensual love, and wanton sexuality, warfare, sudden death, and rebirth. What a badass bitch. Yeah, yeah dude. I'm telling you. a fucking snake and an eagle just chilling with we're, her. We're talking about the OG <laughs> right here. Remember that succubus game I, I liked? Yes. Chase? I'm, I'm starting to wonder if the main character, I know it's not her name, but she's Lilith. 
Yeah. I mean, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, they kind of twist some stuff in their own, you know, artistic right, but yeah, yeah it makes sense. Yeah. Like all these pictures I see of her. Yeah, it makes sense. There is even a reference to her in the canonical, (laughs) that one's a hard one, canonical biblical text in Isaiah 34. Here, too, she appears at home in Isaiah's apocalyptic vision of the day of the Lord, alongside hyenas and goat demons in a landscape of inhospitable desert. In the first millennium CE, folkloric and archaeological evidence such as incantation bowls and rabbinic commentary emanating from Babylonian Judaism witness further development of the character as demonic. She continues to be associated with the desert, but now also with the depths of the sea or ocean. As a winged spirit, she brings death and destruction into people's homes. She is dangerous to the newborn. She seduces men for the purpose of stealing their seminal fluid to beget demons. Half human, half demon babies. Sign me up. Sign me up, Chase Gozo. <laughs> yeah! You think you could really handle that? That'd be horrifying. Oh, Just think how many demon babies Chase could make with her. After oh, I, my lit- God. Literally, <laughs> after watching Little Demon, that sounds miserable. Oh, yeah. And yes. I think what's even funnier is just the imagery of Lilith going around, you know, slippery snake in the ocean, stealing semen from semen men, <laughs> and just like... Just running a a, 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 a train. A, a, what's that? What's a demon the, train. Yeah, demon train. But what's the fucking clinic where you go drop off your a sperm bank? She's just running a a, a demon sperm bank. What Shapiro describes as Lilith's integrative myth really only begins to appear in versions of the pseudo epigraphical Ben Syra literature, which was widely available during the eighth century CE among Babylonian Jews, and attributed to a sage of the second century CE. These accounts constitute midrastic reflections on the story of creation in Genesis 2 through 3, as in this version from the alphabet of Ben Sira. When the Almighty created the first solitary man, he said, It is not good for man to be alone. And he fashioned for a man a woman from the earth, like him, Adam, and called her Lilith. Soon they began to quarrel with each other. She said to him, <laughs> <laughs> you want me to get this? I got this. Uh, I, I will not. <laughs> I can't do a female voice. I got you. <laughs> she I, said, I will not lie underneath. <laughs> Everything's sexual with this man. <laughs> I will not lie underneath. And he said, I will not lie underneath but above, for you are meant to lie underneath and I to lie above. She said to him, We are both equal. Because we are both created from the earth. But they did not listen to each other. When Lilith saw this, she pronounced God's avowed name and flew into the air. Adam stood in prayer before his creator and said, Lord of the world, the woman you have given me has gone away from me. Immediately, the Almighty said to him, If she... How do you do a God voice? (laughs) If, If she decides to return, it is good. But if not, then she must take it upon herself to ensure that a hundred of her children die each day. Damn. They went to her and found her in the middle of the sea, in the raging waters with which one day the Egyptians would be drowned. And they told her in the word of God. But she refused to return. Bold. You know, sacrificing a hundred children a day because she wanted to prove a point. Talk about female rights 
at the creation of man. Dude, talking about like Middle Eastern and Jewish and all, all this kind of religion, they take very harshly in their Bible. Like a lot of people will say the Christian Bible and the Old Testament is very harsh, but get into the Islamic and the Oh, Hebrew. yeah, people. Oh, my God. I mean, they're dying to this day over it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's it's brutal. It is rash if you don't follow the word of God. And I didn't realize that Lilith was uh, came first before Eve, which um, is wild. I actually just learned of that uh, like a couple months ago. Isn't that wild? Yeah. And it makes sense that she would, I mean, she rejects God and her husband. Why she would be like, the devil's like, well, well come over here, girl. I'll sign you. I'll employ you. Hell yeah. I'll bro. give you a job. You're going to be the queen of demons. You're a perfect fucking fit, bitch. And she's like, all right, I'll be the queen of demons. But why can't she be king? Okay, she's the king of demons. Slay, (laughs) slay, whatever. Slay queen. Hey, slay queen. (laughs) That's what you should title this episode. The original slay queen. Lilith. (laughs) See? Where women's rights started. (laughs) (laughs) So when people, you got some some feminists in in freaking East Coast. I'm going to do my dissertation on feminism. And she's like, I'm going to look up a podcast. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, stuck in this purgatory. (laughs) (laughs) Dick jokes. (laughs) Butt stuff. (laughs) Cocaine. (laughs) Wow, they're going to, good for them. Okay, good luck, future feminists. Dick in my ass. (laughs) Shit in my ass. That wouldn't be the first one. (laughs) Oh, sing. (laughs) Yeah, Chase, you slay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you slay queen. Get it out, because yeah, I'm going to start. You're going to start laughing. Okay. Whatever the early Midrashis intended, Lilith could quite easily be discounted as an ampli- amplification of the Eve story. Uh, Tertullian. <laughs> Tertullian. Yeah, that's Tor- like World, World Turtles. Turtles. Tertullian infamously described Eve as the devil's gateway. A 19th century example of this form of interpretation of Lilith appears in George MacDonald's fantasy romance. Lilith, first published in 1895. Here, Lilith is a beautiful, untrustworthy, unruly princess and a powerful magician and shapeshifter. Her evil deeds are most notably seeking to prevent the birth of babies or to destroy any infants that come to birth. Obviously, God was like, fuck you. She's All your kids are going to die. It would make sense because she's like the mother of from creation. So yeah, exactly. we're all fucked. She is a careless, tyrannical ruler of her own city and seeks the death of her own daughter. The daughter, in contrast, lives in a forest filled with abandoned babies whom she rescues, mothers, and protects in a state of childlike innocence. It is easy to trace here the outlines of oppositional modes of femininity, only one of which is approved within this narrative context. Side note. So remember how I was talking about the uh, cabinets of curiosity? Yes. So paint that picture right there. Kind of terrifying that her daughter was living in a forest with abandoned babies and mothers who she protected in childlike innocence. So try to remember this. I know it's hard to remember, boys, and listeners, if you follow my advice. But when you go to listen to Cabinets of Curiosity, there's an episode where there's art. It's all about art, like d- demonic art and shit. It's a love. It's an H.P. Lovecraft actually um, short story that they ad- uh, made into a, an episode. And so just picture how fucked up that that imagery is of the baby in the forest and all that shit. And then imagine the power of like 14th century that painting being made real and seeing that. A lot of power. Hmm. So Lilith is more than just a story. It seems to be. 
deeper than that. And and ideology. Ideology. And I think that's why the feminists have taken this even further. Uh, you know what? If if more of them use this as a basis for their argument, I would agree with them more. Sure. McDonald presses home the choices facing Lilith in terms that are redemptive within a clearly Christian framing. There is no slave but the creature that wills against its creator. Lilith is finally induced to submit after a moral examination disturbingly represented as her penetration by a white-hot, incandescent worm thing. Tentacle porn. And by the severing of her hand, in which it is amplified, her willful defiance resides by an angelic sword. Wow. Symbolism again. I know that Adrian put that one in there. Symbolism. Horn dog. Tentacle born hentai. It is not hard to see how, from a dominant masculinist Christian perspective, she must remain anathema. Nevertheless, given the history of feminist writing as a revisioning and of feminist hermeneutics as practices of suspicious, desiring, and indeterminate interpretation, it is clear why contemporary feminist readings of Lilith have claimed her. Not the least because, as a result of her refusals, she takes no part in the drama that is called The Fall. In these forms of feminist rereadings, she is not subject to her husband. She does not forfeit eternal life. Fascinating. So let us now turn to some more recent rereadings. Alicia Ostriker sits within a school of American feminist criticism known as gynocriticism. Defined by Elaine Showalter in the, the 1980s as an historical-oriented criticism that looks at women's writings as it has actually occurred and tries to define its specif- specific characteristics of language, genre, and literary influence within a cultural network that includes variables of race, class, and nationality. Ostriker is both a poet and a critic, and her response to the traditionally gendered body-mind dichotomy has been to propose the body as at one with the mind, an intelligently creative force, a gynocentric vision in which it is not that the Logos condescends to incarnate itself, but that flesh becomes word. So I, I say I'm a woman, and now I'm a woman. Flesh becomes word. Word becomes flesh. Uh, no, false. False. I, I can say I'm a tomato, but it doesn't make me a ta- tomato. Oh, you're a tomato now? Apparently. Okay. You're a, you're a tomato. No, honestly, You'd be a ripe tomato. I'm a piece of bacon is what I am. You know, I tried the manifestation thing. It didn't work. You know? Yeah. Didn't get that jury summons. No, that's a Still bummer. trying, though. I'm st- Actually, I haven't tried, but I will try again. It's just the weirdest manifestation. Or, or the lotto. <laughs> well, that's maybe. why I wanted to do it. It was just like a weird thing. Like, what, what the fuck if it happened, you know? Yeah, that's true. At some point, it's going to happen no matter what. Well, yeah. I was just hoping it would happen before the end of the month, and I'd be like, wow, it's real. <laughs> I can believe in something now. <laughs> yeah. One example of her revisionary myth-making, with its reference to the work of another poet-critic, Adrian Rich, occurs in a collective called The Lilith Poems. I didn't know you were a writer, Adrian. <laughs> I didn't know my last name was Rich, too. Because I'm far from that. I was going to say, you does rich? it suck to have a name that you're not? Yeah. yeah. Drawing on her Jewish heritage, there are many references. I didn't know I was Jewish either. <laughs> Drawing. <laughs> fucking murder you both. <laughs> Drawing on her Jewish heritage, there are many references in her work to the Hebrew Bible and its rich assortment of male and female characters. 
Interestingly, in Focus on Lilith, she directs attention to her in the company of three other women in the Hebrew Bible who are deliberately defiant. Apart from Eve, who secedes Lilith as Adam's wife, women like Lot's wife and Vashti provide at least footnotes on the female nonconformer within that biblical context. As Oestreichers argued, vital myths are paradoxically both public and private. They encode both consent to and dissent from existing power structures, and they have at all times a potential for being interpreted both officially and subversively. So let's let's picture this for a moment, boys. Let's give some let's give some credit where credit is due. Imagine BCE or 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 AD whatever times, ancient times, and you were a woman of defiant typical norms. That's pretty much a sentence for death. It makes you a witch. Burn her on the stake. And that was funny. I watched a TikTok. I think I sent it to you guys where it was like this lady was like arguing with a dude and, and, and she goes, what was that, Mary? You disagree? I did not oh, see, I see that one. I see you. Uh, I see you have. A, oh, a, we, a, we watched this one. A together. broom. I see you have a broom and, and, and a wand. Is that is that a wand? And she's like, wait, and the, what? And then someone goes. No, no. The, the lady's like, I don't think this. Uh, or I think I'm going to go marry someone else. He has yeah, a bigger like divorce. Horse. Yeah. And he's like, oh, what was that? You you have a broom? You like to fly on a broom? Yeah. And then the guy in the background's like, "You run naked through the woods?" Which? Which? Yeah. I don't remember that one. So, just imagine being any of these these individuals. It's kind of a big fucking deal. Huge. So this is this is I see these characters. Let's let's just put Lilith aside. She's not not a demon. Like that's terrifying. But just as as the idea of Lilith saying, "No, bitch, I don't want to be your subservient." Then that's amazing. Yeah, first rebel woman. And it's amazing that it took this long for society to pick up on these, like, oh, women are equal kind of thing. Just saying. It's called growing as a species. Yeah. Specifically, when the Jewish tradition of Midrash, Rivka Walton makes reference to the period between 70 and 1200 CE, in which its genius was too, read back into their ancient immutable foundational text resolutions of those conflicts that left the text intact, but to interpret it viable for the new worlds in which they found themselves. Most importantly, when they did so, they did not see the new interpretation as new at all, but simply as another meaning that was lying in wait, just under the surface, to be uncovered. This midrashic model holds out the possibility not afforded to Lilith and Ben Syrah's breeding, and only at a heavy cost to McDonald's version of staying within the fold. In a world that confronted Judaism with Hellenic thought, conquest by Rome, the destruction of the temple, the loss of the land of Israel. See what I did there? Israel. It's <laughs> just something you say when you're drunk, Chase. <laughs> really? Why? What's my obsession with Israel? <laughs> I'm not touching this one, dude. Whipped. <laughs> and the rise first of Christianity and then Islam. In this sense, then, new readings may perhaps provide feminist readings with a way of keeping faith with a tradition that otherwise appears out of touch with the 21st century. Characterized by egalitarian aspirations and a desire to deconstruct gender binaries. Oh my god. <laughs> Seriously? Wait, what? Yep. Fucking Gen Z. Returning to Ostriker, we see that she locates Lilith not simply by gender, but also by other intersectional considerations. Picking up on Lilith's relationship with Adam, O. Stryker portrays her as the available and undefended maid with her black behind 
and wooly black hair. What? Wait, so, make yourself so, like a sexy mammoth. Back up, yeah. You're a sexy wooly mammoth here. Black <laughs> behind. Oh my god. What, what's your best uh, wooly mammoth uh, noise? That's what a wooly mammoth sounds like. like a, it's like an elephant, but deeper. <laughs> she is also the childminder, the cleaner, the architectural worker, and all those who are necessary, but whose claims are resented by the privileged. She is Sequois and Clements, ground where steps are taken, but within the added residence that this dependence must be repeatedly excised, repudently. In this place, you name paradise, while you wear amulets and cast spells against me in your weakness. In other words, as a subaltern, though she does not speak, she can still frighten her master. Catch me on a Saturday night, in my high heels stepping out, and you shiver. I have the keys to your front door, in my pocket. And so Lilith, pushed to the limits, jumps the fence. She has had enough of Adam's pretensions. She knows, though he claims to be one, that he is not the boss of something, but simply taking orders. In reference to Genesis 2.19-20, through 20, O. Strikers Lilith derides his co-creator status. They say he invented names, and it's true. He called me shrew, bitch, witch, and dumb cunt. Cunt! Oh, so the term witch comes from Adam. Kinky. Oh, witch. I'm a what? Deconstructing scripture, Lilith observes that the new woman Eve is foundation, cause, mother tongue, whilst God's name for her is Be Quiet. In the final three poems of the sequence, Ostriker explores the kind of resistance Lilith offers in terms of both midrastic and feminist revision. Lilith is Eve's other half, and neither one emerges unscathed. Together, however, they make it clear that the primal female maternal body that has caused patriarchal, patriarchal cultures so much anxiety cannot simply be erased because it is part of the mystery that is bigger than language and changes the language and bursts it apart and grows up wildly away from it. Hmm. Well, I guess we're just part of the problem, boys. We, well, I don't think we're part of the problem. <laughs> I, I'm not taking blame for my ancestors, okay? Yeah. I didn't do shit, okay? I am I am just a man living in this world. Yeah. So so why did we talk about Lilith? Because she's scary as fuck. And there is a gentleman that we made reference to in the Spooky Season episodes that oh, is yes. dealing with her. Oh, yeah. It's a YouTube channel called Really Haunted. And if you go look at his videos, he's being haunted by Lilith. And uh, in one of the videos, it's extremely creepy. He has an Alexa, and he's sleeping on the couch. And he's been haunted for so long, his kids and wife leave him at the house. Just leave him completely. Go and sleep somewhere else. And he's like, I don't want to move from my house. This is my house. This is my place. No matter what's happening, I'm staying here. He's got like, like she's straight up attacking him. He's got flying objects coming at him. Um, the attic has like fallen on his fucking head. The attic drawer. Yes. You see, literally black shades 
Mm-hmm. And some of the cameras he has installed at his house, you got the Alexa thing that's going on, basically saying, like, I'm going to kill you. Total demonic. Well, basically, yeah, he's laying on the couch. Alexa is going off. Yeah. And speaking to him. And uh, he's actually a paranormal investigator, so he knows how to speak to it where it can reveal its name. And uh, basically, the Alexa is told him Lilith, and it goes on for the next five mi- minutes just laughing. Just, tee Oh, yeah, that's right. And it's fucking creepy, dude. It's spooky as fuck. Yes. That's why we told you if you get an Alexa for Christmas, burn it. I really burn don't want it. Wanna, yeah, I don't want to ever get one. I don't want the government listening to me. Yeah, it already is. So Yeah, your phone is pretty much a transducer for the for the Liliths of the world. I, I don't know if they can hear my voice. They should just hear the noises of the warp cape. The warp cape. <laughs> <laughs> and the annals of horn that he finds. <laughs> 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 What's it producing today? So, why does Lilith haunt then? If we already have a man having to deal with her, that's horrifying. If you're dealing with the Queen of Hell, you better get on that feminist train real quick. Is yeah. I mean, I'm telling you guys, we're not we're not doing over each episode or each episode that he puts out. Oh, there's like hours of content that this man's put together. Yeah. So if you're really intrigued, go give that a look. Really haunted is the YouTube Mm -hmm. channel. Mm -hmm. In the poem, Dwayne, is it Dwayne? Duin? Duin. Duin? Yeah, Duin. In the poem, Duin Lilith, Ramlachan engages in a dialogue with goddesses and ghosts inherited from an upbringing of religious hybridity. Duin and Lilith are the named voices, but there are also echoes of the relationship between Adam and Eve, and even Lilith, as well as the Hindu festival of Holi. In particular, the poem might be read as Eve's fictional reply to Lilith after she was banished from the Garden of Eden. As we identified in relation to Oshriker's poetry, Lilith is Eve's other half, and both carry the scars of patriarchal narratives. He breaks, weeping, but I basket, his falling ribs. Pierce, the wasp netting that masks me, sternum to swollen lids, with your goddess tongue, haunt me, say my name, and hoard me, fold my bones, fit me in, thimble, docile, I will breathe in, to the welts, endure it. <clears throat> I'm efficiently turned on. Poems, baby. <laughs> Lilith Duin is called to the wilderness, before the woods, called you to bride, and the narrator remains to press our father's body back together again, to bear witness to Lilith's banishment for all of eternity. The poem becomes a prayer to Lilith. Sister, find me, haunt me, save me. Sister, keep vigil. Eve will forever be haunted by Lilith's ghost and offers her own body to bear witness to this haunting. The narrator's voice can be extended further it is the voice of all of those silenced by the creation of a heteronormative white male world. Wow, it's making us sound like the demons. Yeah. I'm sad. We all ask to be found and haunted by Lilith, but Duin, so we can bear witness to this exclusion. What is particularly powerful in this poem and most of the collection is the physical suffering imposed on the body as a result of this haunting. This is not a passive ghost that dwells outside of the physical body in an immaterial world, but a ghost that manifests in the swollen lids and broken bones of our bodies. 
I will breathe into the welts, endure it. In the context of the Caribbean and the presence of Duin, this haunting is about the continued physical memory of slavery, colonial violence, and indentured labor. In Ramlakan's poetry, this is particularly about the memory and haunting of sexual violence and rape in the colonial context. This is about the very impact on bodies that continue to be marginalized and violated as a result of colonial and gendered violence. I'm getting some real PC principle vibes here right now. Yeah. <laughs> PC principle here. <laughs> yeah, it's no, like I'm PC principle right now. And we're going to be talking about the gentrification and uh, Leslie, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <coughs> ghosts emerge across these his- histories and memories. These ghosts of different traditions dance in the fault lines and present the possibility of survival and the presence of hope. Lilith appears to be one such ghost dancing in the faultless of Caribbean. It is here that we see Lilith and Duin acting as powerful tropes for alternative identities. Violated bodies and unspoken histories. So let let's just hear, or <clears throat> let's just say you listen to this whole podcast. You're like, man, I'm uh, a witch. I want to fucking talk to her. Yeah, I mean, come on. This this is who we live for, right? If we're a witch, she was the first ever witch to be called a witch. Mm-hmm. So what if I want to work with Lilith? What am I going to do? What do I have to make sure I don't cross the line with? So, first, do not place Lilith with the demon. Mockleth and her daughter Argrith are in constant warfare with Lilith. Mockleth commands 478 hosts, or evil spirits. She and Argrith meet Lilith in battle on the Day of Atonement. While they quarrel, the prayers of Israel are able to rise to heaven. Good side note, thanks. Glad Israel is doing well. Nama. <laughs> Nama. 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 Works with Lilith in Kabbalistic lore. One of four angels of prostitution, a demon, and a partner of Samael. Nama means pleasing. Nama is the mother of the great demon Asmodeus and other demons. She seduces men's men and spirits, and with Lilith causes epilepsy, lepsy, and children. Lilith is not one to be summoned without experience. She appears to whom she chooses on her own. So there really is no, uh, there's no spell that brings her back. You just have to be uh, be chosen to be uh, graced. It's not one bitch I want to fuck with. No, I mean, you're fucking with Asmodeus. You're yeah. fucking with all these other demons that she's consorting with. And she's going to fuck up your kid. Yeah, she's she's got some power. Just leave her alone. Yeah. Just let her be. In the name of Nama, don't do it. So does this mean that we can play Diablo 4 safely, Lynn? Oh, is she? Is she? She's the main bad guy in that one. The new one? Yeah. The one that's coming out? Yes. Diablo 4? It's Lilith. Really? Yeah. God, hold on. Oh, my God, dude. What? Yeah, no, the whole fucking scene in the very beginning is just, they're looking, these uh, bandits are looking for treasure, and they bring this one uh, <gasps> Herograth guy with them, because oh. he's seeking knowledge, and then they get sacrificed, and their oh. blood drains, oh. so Lilith is summoned. She's the queen of the succubi. Yep. Oh, the daughter Fuck. of hatred, the mother yeah. of sanctuary, the creator of sanctuary, the first mother, the blessed mother. This now, makes so much more sense. Now I'm excited for Diablo. Yes, Diablo 4 is going to be so much fun. And play it without us? It would be- Absolutely not. It'd be so much better if- uh, 
Microsoft and buy Blizzard out because they're a bunch of fucking morons, but it's fine. It'll be all right. It should be good. I like how they're going back. It's to already in horror. creation. They can't really fuck it up. Yeah, oh, fucking Cyberpunk 2020 or whatever the oh, fuck it is. Oh, yeah. Hey, they fixed it. It is playable now and very good. Well, all in all, boys, uh, Lilith's bad bitch, and uh, uh, hats off to her. I kind of don't want to talk about her anymore because she's terrifying. I We should find more stories about her. Yeah, I could do that. I think we as we grow, that. we can uh, we we can revisit. This is this is a maybe we can find some people who have maybe communicated with her in the real world. I want to see more of the satanic side though, and the yeah. Wiccan side of her. Maybe we've gotten past the history part. Now it's time to delve into the the real world shit. Yeah, be like, here's here's written down cases of what the fuck she does. Mm-hmm. She'll end your life. Doesn't that uh, show we were just talking about the demon daughter? What is it called? The uh, little demon. Little demon. Doesn't make you want to become a Wiccan. All mm. the powers, all the tattoos. On B, what's his name? Which one? Bennigan? No. Ken? The little... Oh. Uh, Snake with arms? No. I love him. Yes. He's, no, Erwin. Oh, uh, Erwin. You wouldn't be Erwin. Oh, Erwin's <laughs> the homie, dude. Yeah, he is the homie. Oh, man. Uh, honestly, I don't think it makes me want to be a Wiccan, but I was thoroughly shocked when in episode two, instantly, you see tits. And <laughs> it was episode and one. Yeah. It was episode one? Yeah, it was oh, the yeah, first, like first oh, five yeah. minutes. Five minutes yeah. I, was, I was very taken aback. Sacrifice like, oh, the shit. chicken and all that. And yes. <laughs> yeah, I'd... great show. Guys, go watch the damn show. We're not sponsored. Well, I hope you guys like Lilith. Uh, this is definitely one that we were looking into. Like, she's a bad bitch. We definitely want to talk about her. And seeing the dude's yeah, YouTube video, what was that again? Really haunted. Uh, that was definitely a huge um, factor in getting us to talk about Lilith. But... The history side of it was awesome. And yeah, there was, job. if you, like, literally, if you don't even look at anything else and you type in Lilith and you just go to the Wikipedia page, it will, I'm not kidding you, it will send you to 50 different links. All the different demons, the archangels going into Adam and Eve, the different scripts. I should say, probably scriptures is more appropriate. It's wild. She's everywhere. She and is you, part you go, of the creation. You go down the rabbit hole that I go down. Yeah. It's always good when a character, biblical character, is referenced in other religious texts that usually edifies that this is probably real. Yeah. This and that's terrifying. Bitch. Yeah. Yes. This is somebody who affected multiple cultures and multiple races. Yeah. This person probably. And did even something. if it wasn't real, it could have been manifested to yeah. be real now. Now you're freaking, what, what do we call those? What was that the, when you manifest those demons? What are those fucking things called? It, it's Chase like uh, Slenderman. Yeah. It's, it's spooky shit. What? No, there's that one thing that if you think about it, you, we, it was early on in the episodes. If you think about it enough, it comes to to life, and it, it's like a topa. Oh, topa. topas, topas. Yes, yes. yes. Jason's favorite. You gotta love fucking topas. Man. Well, maybe Lilo's a topa. I'm trying to find that's where it shows all her different names. She does have a crazy amount. Of well, names. Chase is doing that. Yeah, say your thing. We appreciate you guys listening. If you want to listen more, go check us out on Spotify. Google Podcast or Apple Podcast it's at Stuck in This Purgatory. If you want to support us even more, go check out our Instagram or TikTok at Stuck in This Purgatory. There's our link tree. It's send you all our different links. And uh, if you're preparing for the next episode, I would say to grab a nice little snack, mm-hmm. maybe a blueberry muffin, and uh, get nice and cozy because you're going to really enjoy it. Yes, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We do apologize for the two-week break that we had. Um, we you needed know, it. We needed it. Life has uh, been particularly rough on us the last couple of weeks, but we're getting back into it. We're going to make sure you guys, we get you guys the content you deserve. Um, here's what I thought was cool about the name Lilith, and this is in the Hebrew language text. So the term Lilith translates either as night creatures 
Night Monster, Night Hag, or Screech Owl. Love it. Spooky bitch. Night Monster is the one I think. I night hag. all the time. She's a hag of the night. I wonder if Beck would Ooh. let me name if, if we have a, if, if Beck and I have a girl, <laughs> she'll let me name her Lilith. No. I will not let you do that. That's a bad. I would be so down for it. That's a well, bad and one of them is like, like you, you said, like Moon Goddess. Would you be down for it? Would yeah, you because be? she'd be a little demon. Yeah, <laughs> it's terrible. She would protect us. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah, not the kind of protection you were looking for. She's gonna yeah, protect she us she from. Use protection. Ah! She won't need to because she's gonna murder all our babies. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Hunter <laughs> 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 ended before Chase Chase has an orgasm. All right, get the fuck out of here. Love you guys. We're back. Don't get stuck in this purgatory. Don't be in purgatory. Be happy. Be healthy. Love you. Because Lithus is going to take you out. Nephilim. Not purgatory. Purgatory. The Night Hag. Goodbye.